no optimism Wednesday. I ain't emptied the tank on reasons to be optimistic about the Indianapolis Colts. We've got more reasons, and they're math-based. I enjoy statistics. I enjoy analytics used in moderation for entertainment purposes only. And we've got some statistics courtesy of the good people at 538. We're going to talk about Shaq Leonard. Is he going to play? Frank Wright kind of talked about it a little bit today. Does it matter that he plays? If you've got 80% of Shaq Leonard, does that equal 100% of Zaire Franklin and EJ Speed? Colts captains, they were named today. We'll tell you who they are. And I got a little bit of a problem with it, but it's okay. You know what? It's Optimism Wednesday. So, And I think that they did this on purpose because they know it's Optimism Wednesday and they know I will not be cynical about the process of naming captains. Uh, Ball State's looking for a new athletic director and Doug, Doug Gottlieb's got to be better. Radio hosts everywhere need to be better. And I'll tell you what I'm talking about in a few minutes. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. Brought to you by the people at the Hoosier Hardwood Festival. Look, look at this thing of beauty that I got last year over there. This is wonderful. This is a chainsaw sculpture. And you can buy these of your own right over there. You can do that. They've got auctions for chainsaw art. It's fantastic. They got logging competitions. They got a beer garden. They got a kid's zone. They got it all. It's going to be this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Boone County Fairgrounds just off I-65, a little bit south of Lebanon. Easy access, and you're going to have nothing but fun. We had a great time there last year. Julie and I did. We plan on having a great time this year out there. And uh, you know what? I mean, if you can adorn your backyard and like an open space, even inside your house with some kind of cool piece of art, you do it. Uh, who's your... Hardwood Festival this weekend, uh, 11 o'clock. It opens on Friday, then 9 o'clock on Saturday, 9 o'clock on Sunday. Go out there, enjoy yourselves. Plenty of time on Sunday before the Colts game starts at 1 o'clock. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts, but remind you to subscribe if you don't. Like if you haven't. We're looking for 310 likes. There's going to be a prize at some point, over over the next few days, there's going to be a prize, and it's going to be a good prize, I promise you, for those who like and those who subscribe. Can't wait. Love prizes. And if you want to donate, go ahead and donate. I, I appreciate that always. And uh, we try to upgrade what we do here technologically, and, and sometimes that costs a little bit of money. And, and that you defray some of that, I, I really appreciate it. If you got a question, ask it if you donate. Um, let's talk about the Colts captains first. Predictable, predictable group. All right, this is, it's kind of the same way it broke down last year. Jonathan Taylor added as a captain this year. So you've got Matt Ryan, he's a quarterback. If you've got a quarterback who isn't a captain, you've got a problem. The St. Louis Rams in 2011, Sam Bradford in his second year wasn't a captain. Steven Jackson was. I was like, you got no, you got a running back as a captain and not your quarterback? There's a problem with Sam Bradford, and there was. Matt Ryan, captain. Jonathan Taylor, captain. Quentin Nelson, captain, kind of the O-lineman. You've got DeForest Buckner, captain of the D-lineman. You've got Shaq Leonard, captain of the linebackers. Zaire Franklin, captain of special teams. Kenny Moore, captain of the D-backs. Hmm. 
No uh, wide receiver captain. I'll tell you what. It, it, this is like going on Oprah, getting C's over on West 56th Street. You get a C. You get a C. You get a C. You get a C. Everybody gets a C. What are we doing? Offensive captain, defensive captain, special teams captain, done. You don't need seven captains. You got a captain for every seven and a half guys on your roster. What the hell is that all about? Does it mean nothing? I know that it's Frank Reich's way of saying, you know what, we don't want to piss anybody off. He always says this. Yeah, he's a great, he's the ultimate competitor. We got a lot of ultimate competitors. You hear it all the time. It drives me batty. No, if he's the ultimate competitor, he's the ultimate competitor. You can't have multiple ultimate competitors. You can't have seven leaders on a 53-man roster. That's like what the Pacers do with vice presidents. You're a vice president. You're a vice president. You're a vice president. Everybody's a vice president over there. What the hell is going on with Herb Simon doling out vice president stripes to everybody who works in the organization? Anyway, I, I think, you know what? Either you're a great, you can't have nothing but leaders, or you, you have no followers. See? That's the way it works. All right, anyway, that's my problem with the leadership. Uh, business and and that's fine. I mean, uh, what, uh, the patches don't cost nothing, right? Sew it on there. Have fun. People get to put it on their resume, I guess, once they retire from football. Terrific. All right. Here's how important this season opener is for the Colts. We all know they haven't won one since 2013. We get it. Hey, this has gone on for so long that four of these losses of the last eight belong to Chuck Pagano. That's how long this streak's been going. Pagano owns four of them. Half. Wow. Reich has never won an opener. He's lost four as well. You get an opening loss. You get an opening loss. You get an opening loss. Great. Wonderful. All right. 319 teams have won the first game of the season. 317 have lost openers. This is because in 2017, the Dolphins and the Bucks were supposed to play in week one because of weather that didn't happen so they each started their season the following week and they each won so you got 319 317 that's how this goes need to stand closer to my no this is my wife loves this i'm not doing nothing not standing closer to nothing 319 uh season opening wins since 2002 112 of those went on to win the division 317 lost uh, 48 won their division. So you're about three times as likely to win your division if you win that season opening game as you are if you lose it. Not quite three. Of the 317 that lost openers, like I said, 48 won their division, 269 didn't. Only 76 went to the playoffs. Of the 319 that won their openers, 166 went to the playoffs. So you roughly cut your chances of making the playoffs in half. All right, and I know now there are more wild cards, and it's it's a little bit, it's, it's more open. So you do have a slightly better chance, both if you win or if you lose. But I doubt it, it changes that proportionality in any significant way. You win your opener, you're about twice as likely to go to the playoffs as if you lose your opener. It's key to win your opener. Uh, 
the people at 538, they broke down based on something. I don't know what. The ELO rating, I don't know how that works. But they have projected what's going to happen in every single game this season. And here is how that's relevant to the Colts. And here's how I broke it down. Like, they've got the Colts being a 67% likely winner in Houston. And they've got the spread as being minus 5. The spread, as we know, by checking BUSR, BUSR.ag, the place where you go to do your sports wagering and, and have great fun. Didn't you know? 1000 bucks. you deposit up to 1000 bucks. they're going to match it. With free play, all right. So thousand in, you get a thousand in free play. Plus, you deposit a hundred or more, you get twenty five dollars in free casino chips. How about that? At any rate, sixty seven percent likely to win on Sunday against Houston. Then against the Jags, sixty three. All right, and then you've got a loss against the Chiefs, which is right at about fifty 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 one forty nine. The Chiefs more likely to win. Here's how I broke it down. Every time the Colts were a 55% or better favorite in their game, I gave them a win. For those where you're between 46 and 54% likely, that's a toss-up to me. The, the Colts have 11 55% or better chances to win. Two, where they are 45% or worse to lose. Okay, you know what I mean, to win. So those are losses. That's 11 and 2. The others, coin tosses. Four of them, you split those, you're 13 and 4, and you win the AFC South, and you might just get a first round bye. Wow. They got to stay healthy. You stay healthy, you got a chance to do some damage in the AFC South. Titans, not healthy. At this point, the Jaguars, you know what, two years in a row, they had the number one overall pick. Texans might be the worst team in the NFL. This is an opportunity to raise some hell in the AFC South, get to the playoffs, do damage in it. They have that opportunity. The problem for Frank Reich and Chris Ballard, and they're not going to be, their seat really isn't hot, even if it goes awry a little bit this year. I don't think their seat is hot yet, but expectations are pretty damn high for the Colts without any, like in 2005, you knew that in 2006, like in that offseason, the Colts were going to win 12 to 14 games. There's no doubt in your mind, was there? But you had reason to believe that. You had Manning, you had Harrison, you had Wayne, right? You had James and then a die, a little bit of a change. You had Brackett, you had Mathis, you had Freeney. You had uh, Bob Sanders in varying degrees of health or lack of health. That's what you had watching the Colts. So you, every year you were like, yeah, 12 and 4, write it down at worst. This is different. They went 9 and 8 last year. They changed quarterbacks, they changed edge rushers, right? Yannick Ngakwe is here. You got a different lockdown cornerback. You didn't have a lockdown cornerback last year. You got Stephon Gilmore. You've had significant change on this roster and we're already kind of cashing in chips that have not been shown to have any value yet and that's important so that's kind of where we are with the Colts will Shaq Leonard play 
I really don't care. I'll tell you this, and, and I saw some tape of Shaq Leonard at practice that the Colts shared. He looked really slow. He got a pick, but man, he looked slow, and then he gave the ball away. Look, you can mask pain, but you can't mask slow, and you can't mask weak. And if he's not ready from a speed perspective or a strength perspective, you cannot play him on Sunday. I don't think he's going to wind up playing. I would be stunned if he wound up playing. I think Zaire Franklin is going to do fine at the mic. And if they have EJ Speed there a little bit, I think that's fine too. Uh, Ball State's looking for a new athletic director. Beth Getz is moving on to Iowa to become the deputy AD and the COO of uh, Hawkeye Athletics. I think it's a good job. I love Ball State. Uh, I love Muncie. I, I think that that basketball program is going to do great things under Michael Lewis. I think the football program is in good shape. That is a really good job for an up-and-coming athletic director or somebody who just wants to do good work by that university. I think Ball State's a good job. Doug Gottlieb of Fox Sports, he admitted he falsely claimed agent Casey Close never told Freddie Freeman of the Atlanta Braves of the Braves' final offer in their efforts to retain him last offseason. And he was wrong. And Casey Close sued him. To prove that he was wrong, Doug Gottlieb admits that he was wrong. He's seen evidence to the contrary. You have got to make sure you are right if you are going to be trusted. And there is nothing more important in media than trust. You cannot make false, baseless claims against others. You can't. You have to have your I's dotted and your T's crossed. It is really, really hard to make sure you're going to do that talking for a living. Three hours a day is a long-ass time to speak extemporaneously and with everything vetted. You have no staff. Like at newspapers, the way it used to be, you wrote your thing, you had fact-checkers go through it and decide, and still at magazines they do this, check the facts to make sure that everything is right. In radio, it's really, really hard. So in radio, you have got to be exceptionally careful in the way you report information as fact or state that it's your belief that something happened. That's legal coverage, and that's just, you know what, that's being honest with your listenership, which is the very least they are owed. You've got to be right, and if you're opinionated, look, You've got to express your opinion as best you can. Tomorrow morning, bam! Breakfast with Kent later in the day, about midday. We're doing a, an interview every day. Ethan Fernea from the practice squad, who's a walk-on at UCLA. He is a great kid who's on the practice squad for the Colts, and I really enjoyed talking to him. You're going to enjoy hearing from him. I can't wait. Tomorrow's Thursday, the start of the NFL season. We'll pick... That opening game, the Bills and the Rams getting after it tomorrow night, the season opener. And then this weekend, a full raft of games finally here, right? All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning. I can't wait.